Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Greetings and well, uh, salutations. How are you? I'm enjoying your name, Hibachi. Yes, Hibachi Poppy. That is me. That is I. Um, I was going to give him our sharp tongue, but I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Not, not here. But they don't deserve. They don't deserve the old me. I want them not to get the new, the grown me. They, they don't want that side. They don't want that guy. Um, how are you doing today? First and foremost, I am so good today. So it's today a new day. Today's a new day, but I am now a um. I have a new house. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Um. Thank you. And I found it in in within six hours. I was like, found it, got it, approved it, lease sent to me. I am trying to be like you when I grow up, and you know this. Listen, but. I, I really- this is after me looking at nine different houses. <laughs> See, that, that, that's what I'm not looking forward to. I'm absolutely not looking forward to that shit. Like right now, it is a seller's market like a motherfucker. Especially yeah. with everybody wanting to buy and the property tax is cheap. And if you got the mm-hmm. money like for a square, and I'm just like, I think I'll... Uh, well, here's, here's the thing. So, you know, I told you, you know, the wife and I are looking to buy. And the reason why we're looking to buy is obviously COVID and people trying to sell their homes and things like that. But more importantly, the rates and all the fucking programs you can possibly get in order to get a house. Now is the time. They have the first time homeowners thing. I think they they still right now have the Obama thing where it's like, okay, like first time homeowners on top of like the money they give you. I heard that uh, Biden said that if he becomes president, he's going to give every single person, you know, who is a first time homeowners, you know, fifteen thousand dollars. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Now, we don't talk. Where is that Biden can end the line? That's if he can last long enough or live long enough to actually see that come true. 
Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. So I go, you know, the wife and I, we got the lender, you know, we got the realtor and stuff like that. We know how much we can afford for a house. We've been looking in that price point. We like these houses. The thing is, we want a house that we ain't got to fix up. We don't want one of them houses where, yeah, you got it for, you know, a couple hundred thousand. But, you know, you got, you're going to have to spend $50,000 in order to make it look good. Like, you don't yep. want a house to just look like shit. And then you got to build on it. So we, we have a, uh, a friend a couple rather who just bought a house maybe two three years ago they've refinanced twice already so that's number one but then they had yeah they've had cosmetic shit to their house that it scares me how much money they had to spend to put into this house they spent eight thousand dollars to take a tree down in the backyard of their house i said what the fuck is going on here eight thousand eight thousand dollars for a tree that that you have to move why the fuck could like why? And they were saying, oh, well, the tree is old and they don't want, you know, what would happen is if there was a really big storm that came up and that tree knocked down, it could possibly damage their home. And I was exactly. like, or, or a neighbor's house and then you really out the ass. Exactly. So, so there's that. Then, you know, their, their home, rather their kitchen was very, I won't say very old, but it was pretty damn old. And it's one of those houses where the bath, the bathroom is like, in the hallway for the main like floor for the bedrooms upstairs. And then you have the kitchen right underneath, but all the piping for the bathroom runs through the kitchen. And our friend, our friend for their kitchen, they don't want their kitchen to look like that. So where the fridge is, it's like, as soon as you walk into their kitchen, the little like alcove for their kitchen, the fridge is right there on your left. So say for example, like they have a baby. So if this baby is running around the house and they accidentally run into the kitchen while you open in the fridge, boom, boom, they, yeah. So I, so, so, so they want to move the fridge into the bigger space in the kitchen. Cause mind you, they have one of those kitchens where you have a step down and then it's like this big ass open area. You could yeah. turn it into like a fucking pantry. You can turn it into like a dining room, but here's the thing. They already have a dining room. You just got this open space, but it leads out into their backyard. So it's one of those spaces where it's just like, it, it's, it's, I don't want to call it. It's white people space. It's space that nobody knows <laughs> what the fuck is. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, nobody they knows know. exactly what the fuck is. Mm. yeah like you, you know how like uh, us black folks we have like the living room and we got the formal living room like white people have like the kitchen and then they have like the dining room and then they have the formal dining room it's like wait we, we what <laughs> like yeah. you, you got a ta- you got a table that don't nobody use and then you got like a t- like for example we have it you know my wife and I, we have a friend, like a couple that are friends of us, like, you know, friend of ours rather. And when we went to their house, I was pretty fucking amazed that they had this, this big fucking wooden table. When I say it's one of those tables, you're like, where in the fuck did this table come from? And more importantly, how did you, how did, how did you get it through the front door? Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you had to build the house after you put the shit in it. Like that, that's how it looks in pieces when you bring it in. Them shit's as heavy as fuck, and once you put it down, that's where it's gonna be all the time. Yeah. It, it can't move. It can't go nowhere. That shit is just there forever. So I asked them, I was like, yo, like, th- this table, not only is it pretty large, it's pretty fucking large. And then on top of it being large, there's like so many fucking chairs. I was like, it's just the two of y'all. Why are there nine chairs? I don't even know nine people I would ever want to sit at dinner but- with. Right. Like, it's one of those, like, those HGT, what is it, HGTV? Those, like, you know, 
the quadruplets and shit. Like, oh yeah, you had a family of twelve. Like, yeah, but, that's a table for them. But I, I was just I was mystified. But anyway, going going back to the story about this house, you know, this housing and buying a home shit. So they tell us how much we can owe, you know, how much we would get for a house and everything like that. The issue with I guess like home buying for us is expectations and what we can afford. We can afford a pretty large chunk. Um, they, when we ran it, they say, "Oh, you can afford up to four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars." Right? Mm-hmm. So, sounds like sounds like a good price. Here's the issue, though: when they tell you, when they tell you, you can afford that, never do that amount. So I, I've seen I've seen my friends go and they're like, "Oh, great!" Oh. What you say? You always want to go under the amount they approve you for by a lot. Oh. Always. So when they say, oh, 420, I was like, oh, that, that sounds good. But here's the thing. In D.C., $425,000 can get you, depending on the area, a single family home in the suburbs, which you're going to have to travel 30, 40, maybe an hour to get to where you're going in D.C., like D.C. proper or in D.C. or in like right on the edge of D.C., it's going to get you a house. You will have to put some fucking work in. When I say mm. put some work in, like, you know, I, I've, I've learned over at least the pandemic, a lot of people, when they sold their houses, it was because either like, you know, they lost their jobs and stuff like that. So they purposely fucked up the house on the way out or the house is just like not maintained. And the, the blessing and the curse that is Redfin and Zillow, it will make you look at other people's shit differently. Like, yeah. I looked at some homes. I was like, yo, the, the carpet is disgusting or like the walls just look ugly. And I, I'm bo- I like I'm, I'm a white woman of color pretty much. So when I look at like <laughs> homes, I, I, I instantly think of HGTV. I'm like, yo, I, I want the house to have the fucking um, the barnyard doors and shit like that. Listen, no, that I love is- them sliding barnyard doors. But the reality yeah. is. Our issue today and in every industry is that we have too many motherfucking options. So mm-hmm. no in front of us will never be pleased. Ever. Ever. And the thing is, like, I listen to a podcast called Home Buyers Radio, and every I think every Friday they talk about like either buying and selling homes, the latest trends and things like that. Like, you know, they said like I think like three episodes ago that barnyard doors in, aren't in anymore. I was like, the thing is Y'all are saying barnyard doors aren't in, but I think for, at least for me, there are certain rooms that you can have, like closet space or even mm-hmm. like entryways, for example. Like say if you have like a, not, I won't say a two-story, but you know those homes where you walk into the house and you're immediately in the living room. Like you're not even in the living room. You're like in an open space area. So you can have like a little couch there, love seat, something like that. But then like if you look to the left or the right, there's like three steps that go down to like like it's not even a basement. It just looks like a another area, like another living room, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really like those type of homes because, like, even though I do like basements, I don't like what basements come with. And mm-hmm. it's like the, the constant floodings and stuff like that. I've been told by everybody who has a home: if you get a, you know, if you get a house with a basement, make sure that the you know, it's flat. Like you don't have to worry about the steps that lead down into the basement because every time it rains, it's gonna slide through the glass doors. You're gonna have a flood in your basement. So I was like, yo, this is shit. I, yeah, this is shit that I wasn't thinking about until people were telling me about it. Then you know, the more you talk to your lender and your realtor, they'll tell you things like, you know, 
make sure that, you know, you lead in with the inspections and stuff like that. You also, you know, just make sure you look for all the things that aren't just like cosmetic, like, oh yeah, they touched up the paint in the bathroom, but you know, it, it just certain things that I personally would look at and somebody else would like, I think my main thing that I absolutely hate with bathrooms is mm. tile. Like I, th- I think if I look at a house and it has like that old school tile that like black and white or the blue and pink tile, and it looks like something from like Scarface, I will absolutely hate the rest <laughs> of the house. I absolutely, I, yeah, I absolutely hate the rest of the house. And mind you, I, I don't mind it. Like, but for me, it's just like, if I see the rest of the house and the house is like gorgeous, you got like, you know, the kitchen looks fantastic. The living room is nice and spacious, but then like that, just that one part of the bathroom is like, y'all updated this house to sell and you focused on like the kitchen, but you didn't even focus on the bathroom. People don't understand how much time you actually spend in the bathroom. It's almost yeah. equivalent to the kitchen. Like if you cook in the kitchen for 15, 20 minutes, not just in 10, you shot. I hope you shower for 10 to 15 minutes, you know, j- just in a ballpark figure. So the fact that the bathrooms always get overlooked, I'm like, oh, like when y'all buy your homes, like what do you look for? So I, I guess that's maybe a question I want to ask you. What now that you have a home, what were the first three things that you looked for when you bought a house? Well, first I am leasing this house, but mm-hmm. It's like you should stay as long like I'm just like well I don't have an issue staying at homes but with Atlanta is everybody gets caught up in oh this is changing so let's raise the rate and then my thing is with with the houses I've had in the past because I've only rented houses this is like my first condo I'm in mm-hmm. um they want to raise the prices, but they don't want to update anything. So this would be like my first home that's like everything is new, new. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be pretty good. Um, I look for the windows being updated because that's where your money is going to go in and out of. I look for um, the baseboards showing any like... Um, weathering or water damage because people try to paint over that shit. I look for um, ways that somebody could get into my house. Mm -hmm. Um, Like lower windows, sliding glass doors, um, how many entryways. Does one key open all of the motherfucking doors? Are you going to give me a whole janitor's thing of keys to open the damn doors for the house? I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. I look for closed backyards, especially that I have two kids. So this backyard is huge as fuck. You could put like four um, trampolines back there and they would never touch. Oh, yeah. Like it's huge. Um, And it's all leveled. Mm. And I look for just a quiet neighborhood where I don't have to worry about them being in the street or them playing in the front and um, something going in the street and it's really busy. Like I try to avoid busy streets for the bathroom. Usually the bathrooms in Georgia, they like to buy tub kits. So it's mm-hmm. like a tub all in one. It's not separate. When you start mm-hmm. to house own, then maybe you'll find somewhere that's separated or they love to have like the um like the toilet room, like a separate room with the door just for a toilet. So okay. in the house that I got to as the toilet room in the back bedroom, which is the master room with the walk-in closet. And 
people are loving this fucking gray, this light gray color paint to put on walls. Mm-hmm. So, so it has that. It has crown molding. It has a washer and dryer on the inside, um, which mm-hmm. I'm big. I do not want to go on no motherfucking carport or down in the basement to wash no goddamn clothes. Yes. Um, and then it's all new wood floor, and it's like a, mm-hmm. it's, um, like a light gray wood floor. Like it's pretty. So I look for all of mm-hmm. that. But usually, where people miss is the motherfucking bathroom, like you said. And some old ass kitchen cabinets that they don't. Yeah, like I'm telling you, I like if I have to move into a house that's like older because of like budget or the fact that like everything else, I would much rather work on the kitchen because I will take a fucking sledgehammer to some some <laughs> ugly ass cabinets. I don't, I do not mind that shit because my thing is like I will go and to fucking IKEA. I've seen white people do it, so I feel like it's acceptable for me to do it to go into ikea and get that little sh- the little metal rack and just put all my shit there i've seen people put their crock pots and shit on it, my fucking plate until i get cabinet space i will do that mm-hmm. shit i will absolutely do it but you know like you said the kitchen obviously the bathroom that's like the main thing for me backyard you know having a kid you know we both have children so kids mm-hmm. and you know with the pet i want to be able to honestly have just fenced in when i say fenced in i'm talking about like my neighbors i don't want to see they ass like yeah. i want to fit i want to <laughs> fence this like eight it needs to be eight feet high tan and all the way around but the thing is when i say tan and all the way around i'm talking about like one of those fences where you know for a fact you don't really want to fuck with somebody i want the tim taylor like when oh. you have a fence n- nobody nobody can go and just peek over unless they're on a second floor or the third mm-hmm. floor and they're looking into your backyard i do not want you know Hey, what are y'all grilling over there? It looked pretty good. No, yeah. get the fuck out of get get out of my backyard. Or you know, yeah. because like my daughter could be playing, or you know, I, I just might be lazy that day and just open up the back door one day and let the dog yeah. go go to the backyard, take a shit, and just run back in here. It might be too fucking cold for me. I just you know I'll go get the shit later. So there's that. I've always said that when I get a house, like I want more backyard than I want front yard because. Every single person I know that has like a front yard, like a front front yard for their homes, you know, you got the drive, you know, the garage and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. The front yard, people be like, oh yeah, the, the homeowners association, you gotta have the grass be a certain height and you gotta cut it on a certain day. I'm like, what Any, the fuck? I'm not buying no house where there's a motherfucking home association. Y'all could kiss my ass. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them take the money and they don't keep up the area. Like mm-hmm. the con where I'm at now. <laughs> this parking lot looked like Rocky Road ice cream. Mm-hmm. It has huge potholes. There's grass growing in the damn parking lot. There's um like some squatters been in the condo across the parking lot, and that house has just been like a dump for the last six months. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to clean or clean it up, and I'm just like, but y'all taking people money though. Exactly. Yeah, y'all are literally rob like robbing the fuck out of people, and it's 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 fine as long as it's not me, as long as it's not me. And you know, I, I said this earlier, like I have like HGTV dreams, but I don't have HGTV money. And mm-hmm. and when it comes to a house, my first house, I I don't want to say I want it to be a forever house, but I want it to be a house that I'm happy with. If I have to live in it forever, like if I have to do like incremental updates and stuff like that, I would like that. But every single person I know that purchased a house they purchased it and was like this will this will be good even my realtor was like oh yeah people 
on average, they stay in their homes for, you know, seven, eight years. I was like, wait a minute. So you got us putting down these down payments and these deposits and shit like that. And you're telling me you only want me to stay in here for fucking five, six years. That's but not you know happening. What, but you know what they do? Especially here in Georgia, the the owners of the house that got the mortgages, they get to a point where maybe their kids grow up and they don't need all that house, but they still have a mortgage. On. So now what they do, downsize, probably get an apartment and then put that house up for rent and then have you pay their fucking mortgage and some of their new bills. Yeah, but I, I would much I would much rather me or my kids do that than go mm-hmm. and say, you know what, this house is paid for. And, and you know, we talked about it. What was it like? That was episode one. We were talking mm-hmm. about like homes and like things like that, where we go and we're just talking, you know, going and getting this house. But then you go and give it to somebody else, and it's paid for. Yeah, it's paid for. It's just a repeating cycle. I, I just want something just for us, just for you know, the wife, the kid, and I. And, you know, the dog to literally just walk into and just have the first thing I want to do is have a deep side. Just be like, yo, like, we made it. Like, it's sad that in 2020, like, that is like the highest level of like being an adult. It's like, got married, got the kid, got the dog. And I just want the house. Because I'm telling you, when I get it, I'm not leaving. Like, it's going to be <laughs> four months before anybody sees me. Like, even after this COVID thing, when we get the house... I'm not having. I'm not doing what everybody else has done. We ain't having no no welcome party and no home. I'm like I don't want. Yeah, so you gonna have a house warming? I said I'm gonna have me a a peace warming in my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What, what we're doing is we're gonna go and tell people, hey, we are having a house warming. That's why I want to have like I want to get the house right now while mm-hmm. you know we're all quarantining because I don't want people getting the idea of they could come over. And this is both for friends and family. I don't want people to be like, hey, you know, well, the Christmas party, since Greg got a house and, you know, they had it for the first year, we can go to, mm-mm, mm-mm, absolutely mm-hmm. fucking not. I don't want y'all coming over. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all knowing what shit is. And mind you, you know, we, we live in an apartment now and I, I notice things that I don't want. Like, say, for example, we used to do the podcast here in my living room. And I was like, okay, like we have a nice sound treatment and stuff in here. But the issue is the kitchen is just open like you know you got the kitchen out and everything but everything is open so people would go into the kitchen they knew where the forks were they knew i don't want you knowing where my forks are i don't want you going into my cabinets i don't even <laughs> want you going in my fridge like, like yeah. i don't want to be petty yeah. so, so there's that but th- this is going to sound really fucked up somebody's going to literally send us a letter and be mad at me for saying this but i i know how it's going to sound i want my house for the main reason of Telling people they got to take off their shoes before they come in. Oh, yeah. I always, I my, my kids, we, I have a big basket at the door and we start, that's where all your shoes go. And if you yeah. want to take to your room, you can pick it up and take your shoes to your room because I'm really big on like mopping my floors every mm-hmm. Sunday. I don't have no babies crawling around here, but I just, I just like the fact that when I walk across my floor, it feels like brand new. Yeah, and my kids never experienced their feet being dirty because of the floor. Yeah, and that—that's what I want. L- living in like the apartment we're in, it's literally mm-hmm. as soon as you walk, as soon as you walk into the front door, the hardwood floor goes through the entire hallway, the entryway, the living room, and the kitchen. So it's like okay, like there's 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 
a lot of continuity, but the issue mm-hmm. is you get comfortable. See, like, you know what? I got the groceries, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? Instead of putting the groceries down, taking my shoes off and putting them up, I'm just going to walk into the kitchen because it's not going to yeah. hurt because it's the same fucking thing. Or like yeah. the day that it's pouring down raining, you do the same fucking thing. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to be able to have, even if I have to get a house with a, like a tan or a beige, like a beige, like carpet, I will do that because it will give me enough to be like, you know what? I don't want to walk onto the carpet with shoes on because Listen, you know, I, I've seen my, um, my house I had before this was like a four bedroom. Mm-hmm. It was a four bedroom, two bath. Mm-hmm. And the backyard, I never could utilize it because it went down on the slant. So mm-hmm. all I had like a, the front yard and like a part of the side of the front. And mm-hmm. um, it was just like a waste of space. And the whole house had carpet except for the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I shampooed my carpet every other Sunday for four years. So when I, oh. when I, when I did the walkthrough when I was leaving... The guy for the new company, he was like, how long you been in here? I was like, four, four and a half years. He was like, this carpet looks brand new. I said, listen, I shampooed this carpet like nobody's motherfucking business. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no shoes walking my house. None of that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like, shit. Man. Yeah. I, I'm going to use your model for when we get the house. It's definitely... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I might even have the little Roddy Witch uh, that song where he was like, "Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house." That that's gonna mm-hmm. be at the front door, because I, I mean that th- there will be no shoes. Like I ain't gonna be petty and do it like, "Oh no, you gotta leave the door. You gotta leave your shoes outside." I'm gonna have like a little mm-hmm. like as soon as you walk in, you you can put your thing on a shelf or something. You can put your shoes on the shelf or something like that. And you know, some people are like, "Well, I ain't got you know, I didn't wear socks. I'm, I'm gonna get you some footies from somebody's pantry." Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna make sure. A dollar at Walmart, you can put them in a, like a separate basket too. Grab a sock, grab a fuzzy sock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm I'm trying to think what what else home wise. Like I, I know we just we don't even have a topic. We just talk. But like outside of like the kitchen, the bathroom, I'm trying to think of like another area in the house. Oh, you you had mentioned about like basements and the wash and dryer. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. I don't want a wash and dryer in the basement because. Mm-hmm. Like for me, the last thing you want to do is like, you know, at night you got to go wash the clothes or something like you got to wash the sheets or go pick them up. And more importantly, me, I forget shit. I will go and leave like the clothes in and then I'll go grocery shopping and then I'll go cook. And then I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't put the show. I didn't put the stuff in the wash to dry it. Especially like if you have a house, imagine how long this shit's going to set. You know, it's going to start smelling because I'm like, well, damn, great. done forgot to wash the clothes or to put them in the dryer. So if, if we do get a wash and dryer in the home, hopefully, like what you should do, I guess, is for me, I want to have it on the same level that we sleep in mm-hmm. and its own like thing. But every single home that I've seen do that, they have the stackable. Now, I've told this people who've had a horrible idea because one always breaks. And sometimes, depending on what's wrong with one of them, you have to get rid of the whole thing. Um, mm. front front loading dryers are not good either because the water off the time starts settling in the lips of the door and then you mm. start getting oldy smell um, my friend just got two new um, washer and dryers her dad that was her, like her uh, her new house gift from her dad but her mm. new two new Samsungs where you can like um 
scrub your stuff on the top of it and wash mm-hmm. it. Um, so those are cool. And then my thing is like, if you have like an upper and downstairs level and you have the washer and dryer on the floor, the only thing is that, let's say that there's a leak. Mm-hmm. Everything upstairs, as far as like flooring, is ruined. Everything downstairs yeah. steps down is ruined. That could be a TV, that could be a couch, it could be whatever. Um, in this condo, and it's not my fault, but though, because the condo is kind of like set up like a single family home, but at the same time, it's attached to the whole building of separate houses, which is kind of townhouse mm-hmm. but it's a condo so being that I'm on the end when you're on the end of it, townhouses or condos and it's attached you are the beginning and end say of any plumbing issue especially if it goes mm-hmm. out of plan so what happened four different fucking times Greg mm-hmm. is one of these tenants next to me or somewhere else had a plumbing issue and that shit came all up in my laundry room into my kitchen for a fucking different time. Oh no. And this oh, is no. why I tell people fuck a motherfucking townhouse. All it is is a fake me out apartment with fake me out house responsibility. Mm-hmm. Fuck motherfucking condo Cause all it is is apartment problems with house. Like, look, I mm-hmm. want a fucking single family home completely separate from my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that shit. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Oh, people have gotten pissed. Like, my friends have gotten pissed off at me because of the way that I like. I don't want to say I like frown on like townhomes. My mm-hmm. issue with them is one: there's too many fucking steps. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> th- 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 there's more. I just feel like there's more steps than actual space. It feels like, because say, for example, you have like a three-level townhome. Like, half of the house is literally steps. Like, you walk in the house, you have like the entryway, the foyer, and all that other shit. But then you got the, the steps to wrap around, and then the second level is like, all right, you get the, like, the dining room, you get the, like, the living room area, and then you get the kitchen, right? Then you got a little, you have a little bathroom that's tucked away right beside the kitchen, and then you got to wrap up to go to the third floor. Then when you, I'm like, yo, that's a that's- lot of square that's why people ignore it so bad. Yeah, but our, our like our t- our townhomes looks they're so cookie cutter, and at the rate, at least in DC and like in the like outside areas, they are mm-hmm. throwing them shits up. They would they're like, wait a minute, people actually want to buy homes now. I'm like, yes, people want to buy homes because they try like every single person I know that has a home, like mm-hmm. right now, like an actual actual home before mm-hmm. they try to do the townhome thing. And the reason why the townhome thing didn't work is the same situation that you had said, you know, having mm-hmm. to deal with like plumbing issues. And they, you still have that neighbor. You still have, regardless mm-hmm. if they're on your left or your right, you have that neighbor who just does shit. You're like, wait, the, goddamn. They ha- and, don't, and don't be up north having no motherfucking row house either, because if they can't mm-hmm. cook, burn that shit, your shit burnt the fuck too. Man, man, listen. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I, I can't. I can't do it. So you know, when we when we look at houses, we look at houses. Like I, I need a driveway. I need yeah. a. I, here's the thing. I don't even want the garage. Like you know, a lot of people are like I gotta have a garage for the winter and blah 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 blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. honestly, if you, 
Like, if I had the driveway, like, nine times out of ten when it snows up here, I wasn't planning on going any fucking where to begin with. So there's that. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't need to be, I don't need to be like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna clean off the car. Nah, there's like here in DC, like, you know, you, you've been here, like you've been in this area before. So it's like, all right, you know, when there's 22 inches of snow on the ground, you're not going no fucking way. I know all for right. a fact, like what, three years ago, we had a blizzard here. When I say it was a blizzard, most people are like, oh yeah, it's not like, unless it's Wisconsin or one of those states that just always gets snow. Yeah. But the thing is, DC shuts down when there's more than three inches of rain on the ground. So when there's 26 inches of snow, like I'll, like when we get off here, I'll send you a video of me walking four miles from my house to my grandmother's house just to make sure that she was okay. Now, could I have driven it? Absolutely. But with 26 inches of snow on the ground, I'd much rather walk. Mm-hmm. I've walked it back and forth because I was like, you know what? Like, I ain't going nowhere. I can't go to work. And honestly, <laughs> it could take me all week, but I'd rather do it. So, New York, was, New York. Yeah, working at a club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, with the house, like the driveway, obviously, you know, I, I want to have a driveway. I feel like the reason why I want to have the driveway is because I don't trust our state i don't trust like maryland i don't trust dc for their off-street parking Every, mm-hmm. everybody's off-street parking is weird it's like you gotta have a zone ticket or you know they have now the meters everywhere so it's like wait a minute like either way, i'm paying y'all that's only because nigga you gotta pay everywhere you gotta park yeah i'm not doing that shit at all then like you said well, like, hoa fee oh man it, it, it's rough. Like when you you mentioned earlier about like HOA fees. So, you know, mm-hmm. the wife and I, we're sitting there, we're talking HOA fees. And I was like, well, how much are the HOA fees for this one place? We really like, and mind you, this was a town hall. But the thing is, it was it was a, a massive town hall too. I was like, great. But I didn't look correctly at this town hall. So mm-hmm. the town home looked nice from the front. I'm going to send you the link. So it was a beautiful town home on the front. It, it looked great. It looked like something from Beverly Hills. You're like, damn, like you got the, the nice little three steps. So it ain't a lot of steps, but it's this really big town home. The issue with the town home, it was like a town home condo because your like town home is stacked on top of somebody else's town home. But the thing is, it's like split level type of stuff. So when you walk in, you walk in and you either go up some steps or you mm-hmm. go to the right. If you go to the right, you're going into one like townhome but the thing is their like townhome is pushed to the back so they walk into their like townhome and it's instant or you can go into your townhome which is basically you walking up a flight of steps and then you're in your townhome but it sits like kind of like sideways from the one that's below you i'm like that's just an apartment that's an apartment with steps i don't want that i don't want that i don't i don't like neighbors the more house you got, the more bills you got. I said, she was like, do you have a really big house? When he was on our way to look at the house we saw today. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want a really big house. I want a house where the function of the house makes fucking sense. Like a lot of builders do building shit and creating space that you cannot use. Yeah. Like, like you said, like not only can you not use it, it's just more so it's like, why is that even there to begin with? Remember what I told you earlier in the show? About that fucking that kitchen area space that it don't need to be there. Why? Does, think about it. You you don't need that shit. I've seen people say their requirements for their home is to have floor to ceiling windows on their first level. I was like, you motherfuckers crazy. Mm-hmm. You 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 want you want people to look into your house. I don't. 
honestly, I told, you know, I told the wife, I was like, I don't know if this sounds good to you or not, but whenever we get a house, I want that shit tinted where I can see on the outside, but motherfuckers <laughs> can't see in. And she, she said, Greg, that is, she was like, what, what is wrong with you? I was like, think about it. I'm, I'm sure I'm not, the, I'm not the only person who has had that idea. Like, think about it. Like, what, what the, like, I, obviously I want to have blinds. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not barbaric. I feel like people who have the first level of their home like like street level and they don't have blinds they're psychos i i I feel like they purposely do that because they want you to see them committing crimes i I don't i don't want that it's like wait a minute like you're driving down the street and all of a sudden you can see in straight into somebody's house oh well they're cooking broccoli this evening like you can see that i don't want that me I, i want my house to look like fort knox and you know how i am i've told you like we got like security cameras everywhere this shit look like fucking like it, it looked like the White House because we have like the Nest Cam, we have the Nest thermostat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I want that for my home. I watched a commercial today about like the ring camera and they were like, oh, well, you know, the spotlight in my backyard, you know, it's not just a spotlight, it's a camera. I'm like, that's going to be me because mm-hmm. the one like you, you had mentioned about like, you know, security in your homes, and, you know, you didn't want like people being able to break it and stuff like that. I don't mm-hmm. want that either. Like security for me is like number one on the list of like all my requirements security like I, the I, why, I because have to use them yeah like we've looked we've looked at homes just like on redfin and stuff like that and some of the layout it's like you have a beautiful house but the the entrance to the house is on the side of the house and not the front of the house shit like that weirds me out because if the entry to your house like say for example you you're going down the street right and mm-hmm. usually houses are to your left or your right so say if this house is on your right you you get out of your car after you park your car, you get out of your you know you get out of the car. You walk up to the driveway, and the front door to the house isn't immediately there. You have to walk around to the side of the house to get to the front door. Looking for your ass. Yeah, that that because think about it. What happens if you're in the middle of the night? You know, I got wife, got the kid. What happens if they come home one night and they walk to the side of the house and the motherfuckers just sitting there waiting to break in the house? Yeah. Or they well, in the house. A lot of people have like spotlights around their house yeah. that way any motion or anything over there, the lights gonna stay on. Yeah. And I would like that too, but I'm like, okay, what's stopping the person from just breaking a light? Like they I, can't I, oh, I, reach it. I, 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 I'm purposely know it's there. Then yeah. Yeah. I I'm probably overthinking it, but for me, I just Security just is number one. So, like, um, you super dead ready, and you super like, I've been living here for thirty years. Ain't nobody tried to come in my house. About exactly place, and you haven't even gotten it yet. Man, man, listen, I'm. But here's the thing: as soon as as soon as I get the house, I'm gonna be so lax. Like once I set it up like Fort Knox, and all I got to do is like pull out my phone, and I can see every fucking corner of the in and out. Mm I'm like, all right, cool. Like, maybe it's because I watch too many of them purge movies, and I feel like we, we end them times, right? People just breaking into people's shit anyway. So it's like, all right, what I want to do is make sure that the security of the house is fine. That's my number one thing on the list. The number two thing on my list is a bigger fridge, bigger freezer. Obviously, you know, living in an apartment, the one thing that we can't really do is get like a deep freezer. So that's my list number three is the deep freezer. Because wait, side note, go, let's oh go for it. Go with this but nobody fucking prepares you 
for what adulting actually costs when you want to have shit in your house. Have you looked mm-hmm. at the refrigerators? Man, don't don't even. Yeah. People actually are paying $6,000 for a refrigerator? Mm-hmm. That's oh, wild. That's I had to I had to get off YouTube. I was watching um what is his name um your average consumer. So your average consumer he did a home tour. Now mind you he is a YouTuber who has like five million subscribers and he gets paid from YouTube to do reviews for shit. Like you know I do reviews and stuff too. Here's the mm-hmm. issue. He he had a LG fridge. I did I know LG makes fridges. I didn't know they made fridges like this. This fucking fridge measured. No, it it measures the shit that's in his fridge. It told him that it was time to go. Because what he did, I guess what he said this thing does is when you buy your groceries, you scan the fucking groceries to the point where it can tell you the expiration date. He said he has uh, to get more. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I am someone that if it looks like it can expire soon, the shit's going in the freezer. Like, I opened mm-hmm. a thing of like shredded Parmesan cheese. I was like, you know what? I wanted a Caesar salad. Got myself Parmesan cheese from Safeway. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I might not eat all this in one sitting. So let me check. As soon as I opened it up and said, oh, we'll use this between three to five days or freeze. Do you know what I'm going to do? I opened it once. Put that shit right in the freezer. <laughs> Listen, I got a, I got a huge tub of like vanilla yogurt in the um, mm-hmm. refrigerator. I'm scared to open that hole because I've only used it twice. Man, my my mom came over here one day, and I guess like she had a salad, and she was like, "Greg, what salad dressings do you have?" And I was like, "There's some, there's something in the pantry because I know I keep salad dressing. I yeah. didn't know that the salad dressing that I had that shit expired in like 2018." And yeah. she's like, "She's that like, Greg, what? Why do you have this?" She was like, "You should throw it away." I was like, "That shit, even though it says 2018, that is not a perishable." It is sitting in there and is unused. It's not that like used. It was just like, it was still sealed. I was like, man, you better use that guy. You better use that Catalina dressing. I don't even. <laughs> you better you better figure that shit out. Like, no, nah, what, what the fuck I'm gonna do? Like, you know, every, for me, I have like a routine. So every tax season, what I do is no. If if I don't owe, luckily, you know, knock on wood, I haven't owed for the past. Listen, two y'all three years. Some beautiful taxes next year. Y'all man, just wait, man. All I all I know is hopefully, you know. The first thing I usually do for tax season is I go on Instacart or I go to Costco and I buy a whole bunch of shit that I may or may not have to use. Right. I'm talking about I get the pan, the big pan of mac and cheese that's pre-made. I'll go get the little the turkey wraps that they have. I'm like, wait, I ain't going to eat this. This is just me. here. Then, you know, and, and Jessica's mad at me. She'll go and she'll say, oh, well, Greg, you, you know, you bought all this shit for the freezer, but we ain't got enough freezer space. I'm like, shit, I guess I got to throw away your stuff because I ain't throwing away this. Oh, God. Yeah. So she says, Greg, you got, you know, we need to get a deep freezer. But the thing is, we ain't got no space for it. Like, the space that I wanted to put the deep freezer in, I'm using that for the standing desk because now that we're working from home until, like, 2040, like, I needed a place for the standing desk. So now I can't get the deep freezer. And obviously with the baby, now it's like, well, we don't have a choice but to try to get a house now because we're, like, slowly outgrowing it. And when she was pregnant, she wasn't getting it. She was like, well, Greg, you know, everything was cute. Everything was, oh, we get to open up the the bedside bassinet. And, oh, you get the playpen and all that. The issue with all this stuff is 
you can break it down and try to hide it somewhere, or you can just leave it where the fuck it is. And when people come over, they just got to accept the fact that it's there. I'm at that point where shit just stays there. Like one of the one of the biggest like headaches that I ever had to open baby wise was the fucking pack and play because nobody tells you that you you virtually have to stand in the middle of the fucking pack and play in order for it to go flat so you could do the other fucking instructions that are in the manual. And you just have to push it down. You know, I, I'm just being ass, but for me, like, it felt like I had to almost get in there and jump down in order for this fucking pack and play to go flat, right? And then mm-hmm. the pack and play, it had, like, invisible buttons where it was, like, it was telling yeah. you, hey, hey, you know. I'm just like, nigga, I got two hands, not three. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, snap these two together. I was like, I didn't even know these were two. This is, like, one long-ass bar. It, it, I didn't know it snapped, right? So mm-hmm. I had to deal with that. But, you know, when we get the house, you know, I'm hoping for, a you know, a lot more space or the equivalent of what we have just in a home. I don't want anything like really gaudy. I don't want people just feeling like, oh, we going to Greg house tonight to watch the fight or we going to Greg house to chill. And more importantly, like, I, I just want a house that like when I walk into it, like I can just fall asleep anywhere and feel safe. Like I can just come in the house at six, seven o'clock fall asleep on the couch and wake up at one o'clock in the morning and there's nobody just looking out, you know, looking into the window. I I, I don't want that. So, you know, safety is number one, making sure that I have enough freezer space is number two. And I guess like number three overall is like neighbors. Like, even though I don't really speak to my neighbors to begin with, like I want cool neighbors. I, I don't want cool neighbors that just want to bring like potluck food to my house. Yeah, I can keep that shit. But I do want neighbors who are concerned. If, you know, I'm out of town, I can contact them and say, you know what, you know, we got an Amazon package. Do you mind holding on to it until we get, you know, back from in town? I feel yeah. like that would be nice. I don't want the neighbor where I got to invite you over because you invited me over. Like, no, like you do your own thing. I do my own thing. If like for Halloween, you know, you want to sit outside and, you know, we're grilling, we can invite you over. That's cool. But I don't want you getting familiar with my shit. I'm, I'm really like you know, sensitive about the things that are in my home and I don't want people being familiar with it if you're not paying the bill there. So yeah, there's just that. I've never had people like my neighbors be over my house. I don't even know my neighbor's name. Um, but the new neighborhood that I'm moving to, three people on that block are new. So I know they're going to be resistant, which I love. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them are like older people. So they're going to be quiet on my nerves and now I don't have to like go out my way and I don't have to go out my way to go trick or treating I can take the girls in the neighborhood and walk the hell home thank you for bringing that up because I I was going to ask you about trick or treating Mm -hmm. with with everything going on right now how do you as a mother how are you handling trick or treating I'm I'm still gonna take them out because they're gonna be maxed up. It's not like they're gonna be in mm-hmm. children's <sighs> what kind of candy you got? <sighs> exactly. They're not, like they're not gonna be doing that. And when I take them trick or treating, I take them all the way to hell to the door. You're gonna mm-hmm. stay up face. Most people here, they don't even wanna keep opening the door and um ring the doorbell. So they'll just leave like a huge bucket out and they'll, they'll just grab whatever they grab. And I don't give them like super big buckets. That way we do two blocks and y'all done and we can go to hell home because I ain't got time. See, 
I, I, I like the way you approach that. I, I like, the, I feel like that is an adult way of handling trick or treating. Then there are certain people who don't. And, you know, I'm from, I'm a really big stickler for like next door because mm-hmm. people really, they show you how, I don't want to say how stupid they are, but <laughs> just, just like, so, I, okay, so here we go. The, this thing says, who plans on giving away candy this Halloween? This poll will primarily be used to get candy, right? Now, the people on next door use this as if it's Facebook. Not realizing there are fucking strangers who actually go and look at, like, right now, as I'm sitting here telling you guys about, like, how this works, anybody Mm -hmm. who lives in the neighborhood, as long as you have an address in that area, you can look Mm -hmm. at this. So people are on here talking about, well, my kid, you know, even though I'm not going to go out trick-or-treating with them, they can go and trick-or-treat. Like, you, that's not how that works. Like, yeah. so what? So one lady says, I feel like kids really need Halloween this year, so I definitely will be participating. I'm planning on making individual candy bags and setting them out at a distance. I usually sit out with my dog uh, <laughs> so he doesn't bark at every knock. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, see, you, see, you see where we're going with this, right? Mm-hmm. So um, let me see. What, what are some other comments? Uh, we also will be leaving candy out in goodie bags on a lawn and sitting a distance away. We're new to the neighborhood. And have been in an apartment until now. So we're very excited to have a yard and hope to get some trick-or-treating. I feel like that's modest. I'm like, okay, you're first trick-or-treating. You're- um, Greg, if people are so worried about kids and trick-or-treating and, and grabbing candy that's been touched by another kid, blah, 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 blah. Why else are grocery shopping? Mm-hmm. Because all the oh. shit been touched by somebody, put back by somebody, dropped by somebody, and we picking up and we putting it in the refrigerator, on our counters, like mm-hmm. people really. <laughs> well, well, y'all still the thing. Restaurants and people touching y'all food with their fingers, like stop it. Yeah, but that that was so so you know what was so crazy because you notice how those comments seemed like relatively normal, which they were. But then it just it started it started to go completely left because I, I get it like COVID is a thing and we're all, we're supposed to be protected and everything like that. But the thing is, if you know your rules for you mm-hmm. and just apply and apply that with the actual precautions that everybody in the world should be following, you should be fine. So here are some comments. I'm hoping to be using three foot long tongs to drop <laughs> candy into bags. <laughs> You know what, Greg? I just want to see him. I want to see these idiots. Uh, I would just sit outside just so I can watch them just fool. Yo, who, okay, who the fuck went on Amazon to search for three foot long tongs <laughs> to, to, to drop, here's the thing, to drop candy that you opened? To, <laughs> to, what? Like, what the fuck? So, okay, some, some, <laughs> Do you, do you do you understand how how fucking ridiculous? Did you order a new broom nose and tongs? So oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm telling you that it, it keeps getting better though. I can literally go. Th- you know what? We're gonna go through these comments because this could honestly be its own show. Just the comments of people who are trying to do Halloween, right? So. <laughs> 
So for those putting out can uh, bags of candy, will the bags be separate from each other? I'm undecided. I'm just trying to get ideas. What the fuck do you mean? What, what do you mean? Are you trying to tell me like you, the person giving away the candy, you're going to separate the separate candy. Like you, the candy should already be separated for you. Like M&Ms don't come individually wrapped. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? Right. So, so mind you, that's the first comment. Then, uh, another person says, we have always used baggies to cut back on amount of candy. Um, as over the five past years, um, we have had a hundred well, to 150 trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood. I was like, yo, what fucking neighborhood do you live in? Well, you have, but then again, <laughs> and, yeah. and who was buying all them bad bags? Like, uh, yeah, no. exactly. Oh, no, but here's the thing. Remember I told you the comments, they keep getting better. So this person says, I will be supplying a bowl of individually packaged nuts and or seeds. Can I just say... (laughs) Don't nobody want them... And I would hope, if anybody is trick-or-treating and socially distancing and all that, I hope you tell people, as you are trick-or-treating, don't go to that house. They are giving away nuts and seeds. Don't (laughs) know Like, what the fuck? What? Man, you, you you can keep your parents' food to your parrot. Don't nobody want that bird food. So let me see. Um, and, and you know how some people just are trying to make stuff like this political. And, you know, some things just shouldn't be said. So this lady says, kids have endured enough. They need a fun night out. You could have left, you know, you could have left your comment because kids have endured enough. Yes, we know that. But, you know, that's basically your way of saying, well, I'm, I'm I'm doing it, even if you motherfuckers aren't doing it, which she did because it, it started a snowball. So there's a long discussion with neighbors talking about the ways that they're going to keep everybody happy while keeping their distance. Search trick-or-treating in the next door search bar. So let's see. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go and look at this. Uh, where, where are we at? Halloween. So ac- according to my area, Effective October 1st, they said, um, I'm trying to get an idea of what neighborhood is going and doing Halloween. I think it's a terrible idea to cancel the kids going house to house for treats. I'm planning on doing Halloween as usual. Being it's going to be on a Saturday, I will have my fire pit going and tons of candy to hand out. Trying to get a head count of who actually plans to do Halloween as usual. Please reply ASAP. Have a great day. Now, here's the thing. Why do you need a head count for trick-or-treaters? Buy enough candy. When it runs out, it runs out. People like this. Uh, it's like you, you realize you don't have to be that person sitting out for Halloween for eight hours. <laughs> Go you know, once you run out of bucket and be in your house. Exactly. Once that bucket runs out, don't be talking about, oh, well, I have more. Or don't be that person who's trick-or-treating and gets mad when the the, the high school is coming. And you don't want to hand them out the, you know, the bucket. So what you do is you get tired. You want to go back in the house and watch TV and you leave the fucking bucket at the front door and be mad because all the candy gone. Yes, they snatched and ran. You got to deal with that shit. But here we are. And so a butthole and be like, I'm not even. Yeah. And then you don't make a sign. You yell about the kids knocking at the door because. Man. Hold on. We have, we have more comments, which are very interesting. Any, anybody who is listening to us live on stereo, I, I want to know how you guys are going to handle trick-or-treating or more importantly, what will you be doing for Halloween as we read these comments? So th- this person, I can say like 
I don't want to say the first days, but anyway, this one lady says, I think personally the issue is groups of people, the ability to properly social distance and people coming and going. We will be doing a small party. Here's the thing. She keeps going. She says, we will be doing a small party in our yard and that's about it. You just mentioned stupid. You you just mentioned social distancing and the issue of groups, but you're saying, you know what? We're gonna have a group of people waiting for you to come grab our candy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it says, uh, what else do we have? We plan on setting up a table and laying out the candy for kids to grab. Since we have a lot of steps going up to our front door, we still will be outside our front door with a fire pit, but just won't be close to the table handing out the candy. Hoping since there will be uh, since we will be out there watching, kids won't grab all the candy at once. That's a lie. When have you ever seen uniform kids? Exactly. More importantly, they got on fucking costumes. <laughs> you think you're going to find a fucking kid in a, a, a door to explore mask when they take that fucking candy and run off? You are not, and you are not chasing down a six year old to tell them to put the candy back. <laughs> Cute. Hey, yo, you know what? Just thinking about that actually is really fucked up. Let me see who else. Uh, in the past, Nextdoor has a run uh, has run a map where people can sign up that want to welcome trick or treaters. It's called a treat map this year. That's Shit a, like that, like who the like, fuck? Like, like y'all making this too big? Like, yeah, put us your pictures. Go out and get some candy. When your bucket is filled, go to hell home. Just turn your fucking front porch light on. Is it to me? I I just don't get it. Wait, get the fuck out of here. Wait, what? Okay, so this comment says, and I quote, I plan to park my car on the street so that my driveway is empty. Then I will place multiple distance trays of candy in my driveway so that people can come up to pick their treat. My hope is that folks will keep it to one group at a time picking up candy. <laughs> Yo. Get these multiple little tables. Hold on, we gotta. No. You were, oh, yeah. Personally, I don't think it's a big deal. <clears throat> I think uh, this is a good time for people to notice how these holidays have been tainted, and uh, really, as this old world is crumbling, let that stuff crumble with it. Take this as a time to go back to your indigenous heritage, you know, and maybe look at some of those holidays or. Make up new holidays dealing with your ancestry. You know, people generally back in the day would make holidays around their ancestors too. So, you know, I think that's something people should think about. Yeah. But, you know, people just, they be dying to spend money. And yeah. for me, when I take the girls out and they have a costume, I'm just like, oh no, we got to be the best. We got to do this. Like, what do y'all want to? Be make fun up and and wear like like I don't I don't like go in on any holiday. I do know that Christmas is just like a day where everybody that cares about them gets them stuff. Like there is no Santa Claus, no Easter Bunny. Okay. Like um, it's just like people take themselves too seriously. Like all, all mm-hmm. of the holidays are paganistic, but at the same time, these kids ain't had. A summer, these kids ain't had like a legit going back to school. These kids don't really get to go out how they used to go out and do kids things besides go to the park when it's semi empty. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like, imagine what our our childhood would be like if 
Remember that time we had no summer? Remember that time everyone back to school that year? Like this shit is just so it's so wild. So um I just don't believe in you being stuck on what society tells you. So, so that's why yeah. I'm I'm with him on like, you know, figure out the reasons and the things that you want to celebrate and do that. Exactly. And, you know, I'm going to piggyback off that. I agree. Like, even like, you know, he had mentioned, and shout out to you, what is this, Heavy Mahis, right? I hope I said that right. So cor- correct me if I said that wrong. But if you go and even introduce your kids or just yourself to new holidays, holidays that you honestly, they may not be like universally celebrated in like the U.S. or in your country or something like that. Go and acknowledge it and try it once. You, you might not realize that you like it. You might want to just study the, you know, the history of it. More importantly, like your kids, your children, like they would appreciate the knowledge behind it. And, you know, just just take into account, like you can celebrate these holidays if you want to. If you don't feel like you want to celebrate them. Cool. But uh, let me see. We got another voicemail. So I'll play that. Um, That goes back to cultural. uh, Cultural uh, norms. If that if that's what you consider normal and you treat it as normal in your culture, it will be accepted. But if you begin to set up different standards and morals um, that go against that, you know, then that probably would help out your culture. You know what I mean? Because just to say that, you know, the excuses, well, it's because people want money. Uh, I don't, you know, or people want to spend money. I don't think that's a good enough reason not to come up with a productive effort other than allowing the kids to just be standing out of sight of some weirdo's house, asking them for candy you could have bought yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't want to answer for you, Chan, but like for me personally, like I see what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, these are things that like they identify with I'm talking about they meaning children as well as mm-hmm. parents, because like these parents have, you know, these PTA meetings and things like that. And they don't want to completely, uh, you know, for the sake of their own sanity, you're saying, hey, you know, I want change or I, I want to be different. Their kids, mm-hmm. their friends are like, hey, we're going trick or treating. Why don't you come with us? They, they're not going to have like this moral stance of, hey, you know, I, I don't want to do this because like I, I want to be doing something greater. Children don't have that mindset of I want to be something greater. So I don't want to do Halloween. There are certain things like Christmas and Thanksgiving that like we do not because it's like it's demanded of us to do or something that like we just have to do because it's like, you know, historic, like, oh, we've always done Christmas. There are years people are like, you know what? Mm-mm, I'm not going to do Christmas. But the thing is, Halloween, at least like how you would say the channel, like they haven't had anything. Mm-hmm. And that that could be the one time this entire year they get to see their their friends that they haven't seen since March or, you know, those kids they've been virtually learning for the past, you know, six you know six to eight weeks they're like oh i actually get to see my friend for the first time and even with that being said they have on masks so right. hopefully you know hopefully hey. it's that chan i want i wanted you to have a you know a say so before you know we go into the voicemail again because yeah. he's making valid points he is and um what was i gonna say i have friends that have kids where they don't celebrate halloween but they celebrate christmas and they mm-hmm. don't want their kids not to know that Santa Claus is not real. And I'm just like, to each his own, like how you parent. But 
if I can have like an honest discussion with my kids about all of these holidays and why people do what they do and just like lay it out on the table, I feel like good that we well rounded. Um, because as your kids grow, you're going to recognize that your kids are going to do everything you tell them not to do if you hide it from them. And that mm-hmm. one time not around you, they're going to go buck wild outside and want to try everything because they're going to feel like you're holding something good back away from them. So I'm just like, hey, this is what it is. You've experienced it. It means nothing you know, live your life. Like, you're not missing out on anything. So. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I agree. I, I don't have anything. I, I just, you know, I, I don't really want to start the conflict of it. I just feel like, you know, it, it is what it is. You, you mm-hmm. let the kid, you let the kid decide. Um, if, if you, you want to be the... There's Christmas shit next to mm-hmm. Halloween shit next to um, Thanksgiving shit all on the same shelf. It's, it's, it's marketing that America does so America can line their pockets. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I you know, I just am not of the mindset of, you know, just not letting people enjoy things. You know, that, I guess that's the saying. That's how they say it. Like, um, you know, just let people enjoy things. I think that's the, the quote. But for me, for certain children, like, I want to save that honest conversation about the true meaning of the holidays until they're able to take that in. Because you have to understand when you try to explain to a five, six, seven, eight year old about Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas, mm. like, and the, 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 act, the true meaning of that, you know, where they go with that. They don't go to you and try, like say, Hey mommy, thank you for telling me that they go to their friends and they ruin the experience for their friends. Mm-hmm. And once they do that, it's like a, you know, a snowball effect. And it's all because you had, you, you know, you stood on this moral ground of they need to know the true meaning. But like, you did that, but now you ruined, like, you, you took the light. Yeah, you took the light out of their eyes. And you shouldn't do that because you, as an adult, are trying to change a child before the child can even enjoy being a child. I didn't be like, Mom, um, such and such thinks that Santa Claus is real. I'm just like, okay. Like, <clears throat> You ain't got to burst her bubble, but you know, I tell you like that shit is not real. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But just, just imagine you going, you know, and doing your best as a parent, like, and me for like, for Christmas, like I I want my child to experience Christmas, but not know like, oh, well, I I don't want her saying, oh, well, Santa bought me these gifts. I'm like, hey, not the fuck. No. Like, Uh Yeah, I want you to know I did that. But the thing is, I'm not going to completely go and say, hey, daddy is saying, I want you to learn that on your own. Like, I'd rather you catch me about it. And then when we have that talk, I want you to say, hey, we -hmm. sat down, we talked about it, but I don't want you going to school tomorrow and saying to your classmates, hey, my daddy is Santa. Your parents are actually Santa. There's no such thing. Because then you're going to get that call from the teacher. You want to get that call from your your friend, you know, I guess your kids' friends and their parents and say, hey, you know, little Johnny told, you know, Alex that, hey, Santa's not real. And it's like, wait a minute, like mm-hmm. you all, all because you you wanted to have a stance on that. But let, let, let's go. We got two voicemails and then we'll get back into the discussion. So hopefully, you know, and I keep messing up his name, but uh Hevi Mahaz, Mahaz, you, you gotta tell me how to pronounce this, bro. So please forgive me. Here we go. 
I celebrate none of those holidays. Um, my grandmother's Jewish, <laughs> so to me, I, uh, it's kind of normal to me. And um, But we have other holidays that we celebrate. And, you know, my indigenous side, we have holidays. So to me, I don't have to, you know, like I said, uh, we your kids like it because they've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My kids see other kids do it, and they don't care because they have bunch of candy in the house so they don't care about dressing up because they can dress up anytime and put on yeah. costumes at any time they have closet with costumes in it so that doesn't seem so special to them that day yeah 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 oh, I, he, he had another he had another uh, one, so I'm, I'm gonna play that i um, did an interview with my friend today rainbow you can go on <laughs> my page it was the africans versus the african-american you know mm-hmm. my thoughts on us and, and everything and it was really good interview you guys probably should go back and see it and check it out um but um yeah i think that there are a lot of cultures that we should kind of go back and look at we can it's it's really this you have to you have to look at it you know how much do these holidays really weigh that is just the real question how much Mm -hmm. do they really weigh in the scheme of things yeah, I agree. Um, they yeah. they do. Like for me, like at least for this conversation, I, I wasn't taking it there because I mm-hmm. feel as though like I'm I'm just letting things be what they are. And the reason why I'm doing that is because you never fucking know. Um, while I would love for not just myself, but for my kids as well to learn more holidays other than the hey daddy, it's Thanksgiving and this is what we were taught in class because. You know, I, I have, you know, one of my, I, told- I want to say, what you say? <laughs> I already told Anya the truth. She was like, they just came and killed them, yeah. I think. Yeah, this shit, this shit is crazy. And mind you, when, like, you tell them, like, the backdrop of stories, the kid, you could tell, like, the light just completely leave their eyes. They're like, damn. Like, I didn't know it was that bad. Like, me, what, what, and like, what, what, reality. one, one, what one of the hardest conversations I had to have was with my friend who's native. And he says to me, like, so I, I guess I can't put out his whole story and everything like that. But he tells me that life on the res is completely different from what we see just like out and about. And mm-hmm. there's certain things he couldn't like divulge, there's certain things he couldn't say, and there's certain things that he's told me that I can't repeat, which is fine. But, you know, in terms of like holidays and stuff like that, he says a lot of people, the same way that, you know, he just said it. Mm-hmm. They treat they treat things and days a certain way because that's all they know. But mm-hmm. my issue, my, my counter to him was, who is, you know, who is there to teach us this? Because obviously our kids aren't going to get this in the classroom, and we don't know this. So the only people that can really teach us this are, are like, for example, like you know, you you know for a fact my wife is Jewish, so I celebrate. You know, well, more importantly, we as a collective, you know, her, myself, the baby, the dog too. We celebrate all holidays. Like we, we don't want it to be an experience where she just completely, you know, that grows up. And yeah, I, I want her to know that she doesn't have to pick and choose what yeah. satisfies her and makes her happy. So if she says, you know what, Daddy, I I, I want to go and have Halloween. You you want to have Halloween? Great. Um, if she says when she grows up she wants to have a bar mitzvah, sure like if that's what you want to do that's fine that's why we had to have that hard talk about religion we had to have that hard talk about 
What are we going to do with our kid? And we just say, you know what? We want our kid to be a kid and not have to make that choice until they are ready for it. Because a lot of parents, and I've learned this, that our parents want us to live the life that they've wanted to live, but just better. But at the same time, they push forward the things that they feel as though are best for us. And it may have been when they were kids. Shit has changed so much. And the information that kids get changed so much. Like, honestly, now, like, if it wasn't for us giving them life and, you know, giving them teachable moments and raising them, like, kids really wouldn't need us. They could literally just pull out a fucking iPad and learn more. I've seen people, my friends, who have said, you know what, like, they have gone and tried to teach their kids, like, even especially now with this homeschooling shit, they're like, oh, like, a lot of the shit that their kids are learning is shit that they would have never learned in school. And it's like, they're not even learning it. They're not learning it in the classroom. They're never, the thing is, these kids aren't learning it in the classroom. They're learning this shit from their peers, their friends, because they have the ability to have multicultural friends where they can go and say, you know what? I learned about this, you know, this holiday and I've learned about how this works. So it's like, oh, great. Like kids aren't learning shit from a Disney movie. They're not like, oh, well, Pocahontas is their only representation of, you know, Native American. Now it's, it's, it's so wide, like, it's just, it's just really wide, but you know, I, I didn't want to dive into it too deep. We, said, we went from talking about homes and shit, we're going we to get to homes to talking about, <laughs> talking about Halloween. That's funny. Yeah. But, you know, but, is mean, that coming up, man? Yeah. But let, let's, let's keep tying it because, you know, I, I want to get back to these comments because I feel like we'll talk about that and we'll talk about the house, situ- you know, the house situation again. But um, anybody, who, you know, Chan, do you want to, like, go through the shout-outs first while I get the comments back ready again? Let's see, let's see. Who we got tonight? We got True Story For Real, Lehu, Scotty. I don't even know how to um, pronounce this. Is it Punta Amera? You trying to get me to cuss? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Gillespie. Raina Jazz Roy, um, K Shine, Nisa PZ, Sarah Pickle, I am Philly 305. What's up? What's up? What's up? Mighty Micaiah, Mick 2020, Kyle Tide, Heavy Mayas. What's up? Thank you for your um, voicemails. Gave us Thank something to think so about. Much. Yeah. Town Asian. Big Dick Poppy, okay. They get off these names, I swear to God. Look, if you say so, Creole Letty, DJ, let's see, Chris Cash, DC, Human, Maylocks, Maylocks, you shitting. Um, Maxo, Mick 2020, Murder Boy, Lingo Lee, 87, what's up? Yes, them. Okay. That's cool. Thank y'all for tuning in and things. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, we got two voicemails. So, you you, you know, it's, I'm going to give him a nickname. So, his name is, I'm, I'm going to keep pronouncing Every time I say it, I say it differently. So, Heavy mm-hmm. Mahays. But he going to have to tell me. But here we go. But, you know, that's kind of Jewish, you know, to kind of teach your children, you know, at home 
anyway, you know, and, and it's part African too as well. It's part of the African culture. It's native as well. It's just indigenous. Mm-hmm. Um, I will look at it like this. There are a lot of African holidays that have been passed on even over to the Americas. Mm-hmm. Like in Mississippi and Louisiana, you have the Yam Festival that goes back to Nigeria. You know, the dances that we do in the Congo Square and things like that. Or, you know, you have um, you have rituals and pass, passage rites that should be mm-hmm. passed down. You have uh, martial arts that can be taught uh, from Capoeira to Dambe to Nyinga. There's so many, you know, um, it's, it's a lot. I mean, it's just going back and truthfully learning your culture and assimilating it like you've assimilated theirs. People mm-hmm. madly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I think he had a part two. Uh, let me see. And the name is Heavy Mahis. Hey, everybody, you guys coming in, support the guys, follow these guys, okay? Support them. We're going to make them part of the gang. <laughs> yes, yes. Heavy Mahis. See, look at that. See, see now, now, now I like that. So, you know, Heavy Mahis, like, Obviously, my co-host Chan, like she, she's here. She is the leader of this show. Me, I just be here mispronouncing people' names and just, <laughs> <laughs> and just be making sure people, you know, get some insight and some, you know, and some laughter. I, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I, I drop a gem every here and again. Usually, it's about shit that don't even matter, like barnyard doors. But here we go. We got we got another voice. My name is Heavy, Heavy Mahez. You had it right the first time you said it. <laughs> see, see, so I, I knew it. I knew I was right. See, this wouldn't happen if I was having sober October, because if I still had a little glass or something, I, 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 I guarantee I would have gotten it right. So let me see who else we have. So we have Vani in here now. Uh, but you know what? I, I'm reading. I'm doing your job for you. I'm sorry that I shouldn't be doing that. So I let, let's go back. You can get in here. Let's see. We got Nick K, ZZ, Beautiful Lotus, Full Lotus, mm. Courtney, Bonnie, Yvonne Tarpe. I don't know if I'm saying that. Heavy Mayor. What's up? So I don't know. Should, should we should we continue on? You know, we we basically touched on Halloween and you know how the whole trick or treat thing is going to happen. But should we t- should we touch on a topic or should we go and just continue with the house situation? Because I mean, trust me, what's the hot topic right now on Twitter? The, the hot topic is the shit that I posted on the gram. So um, I posted a tweet that said. Normalize moving in together during the talking stage. Nope. Y'all tried it. Y'all... <laughs> That's dumb. That's foolery. No. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. I, I, I had nothing. Uh, the, the reason why I had nothing is because, like, I, I feel like Twitter is, like, I don't want to say it's the dark web, but it's one of those places where everybody got advice, but don't nobody listen to that shit. It's just like, People just be throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. And for somebody to tweet, moving in together during the talking stage, where are the pros? I see a lot of cons, but where are the fucking pros? Nah. nah. I've never lived with a man besides my brothers. And maybe that's why I'm super resistant 
about living with a man because I've experienced that. Yeah. I just me me as a me as a man, I feel as though I would feel some type of way knowing that I I won't say I'm taking advantage of a woman, but it feels like I'm like yeah, I'm I'm actually taking advantage of a woman. Women like, do it all the time. Women like, meet a guy at a bar go to his house and then they just keep popping up. The man's too like um scared to be like, hey, you you can't stay here or or I don't want you over here. So they let her and then all of a sudden they they develop residency in your shit and they not help you with shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this 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 there's not really much to say and I guess like to me about that. I just feel like different strokes for different Folks, for me though, it, it, it's not for me. But, but this was the other hot topic that you and I both can relate as parents. And I wanted to see how you took to this. So, if you haven't followed on like IG and stuff like that, I posted a video of a little girl's birthday party where she, oh, she, she had, body slammed that girl. I was so yeah. proud. And I, I just I wanted to see you. You know, you as a mother, me as a father how we handle or how would we handle our child being in a situation where that, and not just person, that happened that was but, recording because they kept recording yeah and the thing <laughs> the, the little girl knew she was a brat because she <laughs> went and like you so at the party she didn't want to be there she's clapping like how can i make this about me and she tried to go and blow out the candle and then when she finally blew it out she looked at her and did the little shrug like mm, i did it and right now now is, is that just is that a kid being a brat like is that kid just being a brat or is that shit they've learned from their parent both both no, cor- no correction leads to nothing to correct I absolutely agree I, I was sitting there I was like yo like what the fuck like to see to see the kid actually pull love and hip hop and grab the little girl hair and everything like that I was like yeah mm-hmm I would absolutely, I would actually accept that. So the reason why I asked that question is not in the terms of bullying with kids and stuff like that, but if, if in the circumstance, your kid gets a call from school saying, Hey, your kid got into a fight today. You know, be- <laughs> what, 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 what would you, who, who would you believe first? Even though you like, you don't have the context. They just say, Hey, your, your kid got into a fight and you know, the other person like is in trouble as well, but your kid may be suspended because they were seen throwing the first punch. Do you initially believe your kid and take what they say, or do you mm-hmm. believe the administrator or the teacher? All parents know who their kids are, okay? Mm-hmm. You know who your kid is. And for me, I tell Ari Dad and just like anybody around Ari, like, I know. He gonna have like the school calling us, and I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm on my way without any explanation, because Ari is a bully. She likes to start shit. She doesn't like when other mm-hmm. people are, and she isn't. So I already know she gonna mm-hmm. be ruckus. <laughs> I know. Let's go go like, hello, Miss Marsh. Hi. This is the principal from such and such office. I just okay. Don't worry, I'm on my way. Click. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need I know. I know who my child is. Yeah. 
Like yeah. me, me, I know for a fact that I'm not ready to get that call that my kid is being bad, but I will deal with it because I know how I was as a kid. I got mm-hmm. like my, so basically I got kicked out of a Spanish class that I was in because I decided to just be a complete dickhead and get up in the middle of the class and start doing the mag- uh, the Michael Jackson. I'm doing the moonwalk and shit. And looking back at it, it's probably the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever done as a kid. But to have my mom get called and the, the way the teacher explained it made it I seem like literally your mom get called from school. Oh. Tr- <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Like, it, it, it was just me. I, I don't know what the fuck. I was bugging. But as a kid, like, you just have to take the fact that kids just do things. And there's no real explanation for them. Think about it. You, everybody's been with somebody relationship-wise where you never know why the fuck they do the shit. They just do the shit. And it's fine. So mm-hmm. it should be the same way for kids. Like, for example, just, just like story time, I guess. So there's a guy that I went to high school with. And, you know really cool dude like you know he was just like overall nice pretty quiet and everything like that the issue though was there was a girl that i guess like he had a crush on and instead of him you know saying that he had a crush on everything like that, he didn't know that she had a boyfriend and the boyfriend went to our school so the boyfriend i guess like she had told i guess like how do you call that shit um she had actually like gotten a letter from the guy i can't say his name but she goes and gets a letter from the guy and the boyfriend catches the letter. So once he catches the letter and reads it, he instantly starts bullying this kid. Now this kid's kind of like, I don't want to say geeky, but he just like, he, he wasn't like the cool kid in school pretty much. So since he wasn't the cool kid in school, what happened was he starts to bully this kid every single fucking day, you know, calling him names, talking about him in class and shit like that. So one day me and my, me and my friend were walking down the hallway and, you know, we're getting off the school bus, walking down the hallway, and all of a sudden, we see a fucking fight break out. I'm like, what, what happened? Like, wh- why is this fight happening, right? And they say, the little, you know, the little geeky, nerdy kid, he brought a pair of brass knuckles to the school and whooped this dude's ass. Now, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I didn't even know he could fight. More importantly, I didn't know this kid had brass knuckles. Like, this is some Chuck Norris level shit that he, you know, had going on, right? So... When, like I was friends with like a lot of the people in the main office because I had to work like what do you call that like the detail if you want to call it that in the main office. So they're just talking about what happened and everything like that, and they said, "Well, such and such was such a cool kid, but we have to you know expel him because he brought brass knuckles to the school." Blah 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 blah. And I had to ask the question. I was like, "Yo, like he's never been in a situation where he's gotten in trouble before. So why are y'all all of a sudden y'all are just instantly ready to kick him out because?" Not only did he defend himself, but you guys didn't know the entire story. So the reason why I asked you that question about, like, would you, like, take the teacher's side or the kid's side? It's like, what happens in that situation, that same situation where your kid, your daughter goes to school and she gets into a fight? And they say, you know what? Your daughter's at fault. She has to be suspended. Even though, you know, she was just defending herself. Like, what's the level that you would go to? Would you be like, hey, like, my kid shouldn't go and be suspended because of this? Or would you say, you know what? You defended yourself. I'm glad you did. You could just be at home for three or four days. Oh, Chan must have dropped off. 
You still there? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm oh, like, I didn't know. I'm like falling asleep. I really, I oh, really got for <laughs> I got I really gotta make sure my time match with the um the landlord because I gotta sign the lease in the morning. Oh Lord. Well, let, you know, let people know like where to find you so we can get up out of here then. She gets it. Hashtag she gets it. Save a life. Save yourself. Um, I just released an episode uh, tonight or this morning. If you have any podcast app, look it up. She gets it. How to let a woman take care of you as a man. How to let women cater. You know what I'm saying? If a woman says, I'm going to get you right, let her get you right. I'm absolutely terrified to hear this. Oh <laughs> boy. All right, y'all. So, you know, you, you can follow Chanda. She gets a pod. You can follow me at Young Black Pod. You can follow us both on here and on social media. We will probably be back again, what, maybe like Friday or probably early, depending, you know, how my week goes, how your week goes. Um, we got some big news coming up once we can actually state it. We'll talk oh. about that in a few days. Um, oh. Until then, this. This has been maybe just a bonus episode of Loudmouth Radio because we got loud mouths and we like to talk. So until the next time we're on here, thank you, Chan, for being, you know, with me and talking shit. And let your kids go and have Halloween. You know, let them enjoy things. Aria, good night. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 